Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Bangers and Mosh, the podcast for heavy music. We're your host, Jimmy Daz and Defa. What's going on, lads? Hello. Hello. Mike <laughs> <Hello>. Milk. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, mate. I fucking saw Darren Brown on the weekend, didn't it? Got some protein. Ah! Are you oh, still yeah, hypnotised, man? It was, Has he yeah, still got you under his powers? It was so good, mate. He's if we so say, good. If we say like a special word, will you like pull your trousers down and start <laughs> plucking around like a chicken or something? <laughs> I think it wore off, mate. I think it wears off after a while. And sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Dad? Darren? Darren? God, yeah, it's been a mental weekend. This is why this show is a bit late, because every day we were like, can you do that day? No, I can't do that day. I've got this on. Like, it's been it's been crazy, man, like October. Yeah, I've been seeing Darren Brown. You've been storming pitches. Yeah, I've been in loads of football matches, mate. It's been... Oh, yeah, football. <laughs> fight milk. <laughs> yeah, just get, taking your fight milk, mate. Oh, mate, yeah, man. Um, so, basically, yeah, this is our roundup show. Favourite albums of October. And uh, butter my ass. what a month for albums this has been. Like, this al- this month has done my album of the year list. A right mischief, I tell you. Yeah. The big hit has come out to play in it in October. They have, mate. You would, you would, we were just saying, weren't we? I, out of this list, about I've got about four or five that have gone straight into my end of year list, and some of them quite high up as well. Like, yeah, yeah man, I, I, I think I've got six. I think that's fucking <laughs> a lot. <laughs> just from one month, yeah, forty albums Love we're it, doing. Yeah. Six just from October. You should that's just be like at the end of. The year you should just be like, I present to you October. October, the the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, October. exactly, mate. It's fucking mental. Yeah, it's been yeah, mental. It's pretty savage, mate. Like, we're doing 13 albums, like, we could have had about 20 albums, I reckon, this month. Oh, my god, on this yeah. show. Oh, mate, there's so many, mate, unbelievable. Yeah, there's just too many to cover. So, you know, if nothing's mentioned, that people sort of are just like, What about this? Just like, literally, mate, yeah, there's not enough that. fucking time, mate. Yeah, yeah, it, it's true. Like, I, I've had a real, like, this is the first month I've been panicking that I'm not going to be able to listen to everything enough. And, like, <laughs> I've been looking at that message you sent ages ago, just like, I don't know how we're going to fucking do this round on the show, lads. Every time I, sc- I screenshotted it and like cropped it and everything. And I, it's it's what I did, mate. You got it framed. You got yeah. it framed, did it? <laughs> yeah, it just cracks me up every time because it's been a proper mad one, isn't it? Yeah, man, I've been looking at my notes like every day, like, oh my God, I haven't, oh, I haven't listened to this one enough. Ah. But it's all good. It's all good. We we muddle through, don't we? Like every time we muddle through. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so quickly, before we get on to them, just the one gig of this month, really, uh, I went to see Cradle of Filth on Halloween at the Roundhouse uh, in London, which is my favourite venue um, for the existence is futile album launch show. Oh man, it was absolutely killer. Sorry, Def. I know you're a bit bummed, mate. Oh mate, the pictures looked fun. amazing, mate. I'm yeah. I'm glad it was amazing because it deserved to be. It was wicked, mate. Like the set was a mix of material from the new record, uh, which sound like brilliant live. They already sound like instant. Do you know what I mean? Like you sometimes when a new song gets dropped in, the crowd don't really know. But this because it's like been that. out for a while, people were f- familiar with the newer tracks. I bet, yeah, yeah. and they're also catchy. And as we'll get onto a bit later, but there were some cla- they dropped some classics in as well, like Nymphetamine Fix, uh, Twisted Nails of Faith, uh, Cthulhu oh. Dawn, 
Crawley oh. bought the orchids, mate, was the one for me. Oh, yeah, boy. And uh, her ghost <laughs> in the fog, of course. Um, dropped a cover of Hello Be Thy Name by Iron Maiden. Uh, it was oh, wicked, mate. Sick. Yeah, it, it was absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, we'll hopefully have a couple more gigs the end for the November roundup show. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the one we saw this month. So let's crack on then boys with the first record. I'd, and in the time we've been doing this, right. I don't think an album has come out by a band that we didn't know about. That's blown all three of us away as much as this one. Um, so it's 1914 of the band um, where fear and weapons meet is the album. This was released October 22nd on Napalm Records. They're from the Ukraine. Uh, this is their third full length. Um, my note here, I've got that this is epic death metal slash doom metal slash black metal. Um, do you reckon that's a fair description? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my description of this is where blood and veins meet, mate. Because I was just <laughs> like, woo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes in, first dong reference to Daz. Yeah. Well played, mate. <laughs> Ding um, dong. Mate, this is, I kind of, there's bits of bolt thrower in there, I think. Bits of yeah, um, asphyx. Bits of a monomath in places. A lot of a monomath. But then mixed in with some like gnarly fucking black metal as well, mate. But obviously like, so the name 1914 is the... Um, Obviously, is the year uh, World War One started, so it's all based around World War One. Obviously, hence the name. Um, but the attention to detail on here is absolutely fucking mind blowing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I checked out their IG, and I was just like, they're, they're so into it, man. I was just like, this is amazing. Like they got like their old school, like they they're all in the uniform, and like even yeah. the dude bros mic stands like a World War One one rifle with like my yeah. mic on the butt end i was just like mate that is so cool for this album i put it as a cinematic audio experience yeah it's like saving yeah. private ryan but audio yeah they format. cap they get the, the capture the sound and the horrors of the events that have taken place all those years ago it's incredible and they bring it to life in music yeah it is incredible mate yeah, and it's teaching you some shit mate your iq's going up all the time over historic events yeah, this yeah. is it, Daz. Like, it I, makes you want to check out. Yeah, this is it, Daz. I put, like, there's nothing we can really say to do that level of um, knowledge justice. You've just got to go and dig deeper on the stories that they're telling uh, on this. Um, but they're obviously, or, uh, this album is focused on the uh, various survivors of that war and the aftermath of, of, you know, when they're coming home from war and stuff like that. So it's, it's, mate, it just absolutely blew my mind. This, like, there's like real, there's use of war samples, um, like authentic radio broadcasts, propaganda, and stuff like that, all spliced into the music. And it's there's that acoustic bluegrass ballad as well. I love that, mate. Coward, mate. I think that's the coward. Coward is a great yeah. tune, mate. Like, like it? It's tune, isn't it's it? It's like an unplugged yeah. sort of tr tune, isn't it? That's um, the harmonica in that. I just wanted to get my Russian tin out, mate. 
<laughs> Mate, that's Sasha Ball, I think his name. He's from Me and That Man. Um, you know, the folk okay. project that uh, Nurgle from Behemoth does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's um, that's him on there. Um, wow. But, like, I love the way they use, like, the, like authentic, like, there's, like, that, um, like, the, is it, like, it's like a bugle, that horn, isn't it? Like, the, yeah. they use, like, instruments like that um, in there as well to to add to that sort of, it is like death, like you said, it's like listening to a huge budget war film, isn't it? Yeah, in music form, yeah, they, they do it so well. And going back to Coward, as the track goes on, you have like what sounds like bombs dropping and they're getting louder and louder. So it's like a realisation that, shit, this war is not over. Yeah, it's yeah. still happening. We still need to go back out there sort of thing. And it's it does get you. I mean, especially when I was listening with headphones, it was just like, wow, all these little horn, I mean, those horn sounds as well. They're like Dolby DTS heavy, man. Yeah, yeah mate. Something else, man. It yeah. really gets you, man. But I thought the bagpipes in the green fields of France was like mental as well. It's so like multi-layered, like yeah. theatrical music experience, mate. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, it's a the great radio. ending, wasn't it? A great ending to the album. You, you could imagine these guys like with a full-on fucking orchestra. Do you know what I mean? Like a full, oh, massive mate. production, like with like you know, sort of explosions and all sorts of stuff. Like Royal Albert you know Hall, I mean? Royal yeah. yeah. Albert like, Hall, big, teams, mate. big fucking big screen, yeah, yeah, and have like a the pictures and that behind yeah. on the screen. Yeah, so you've yeah. got them playing. You've got everything. I mean, that'd be fucking. We, I think we'd have free tickets right now two, for something two, like that. Two half a two, uh, half a tank either side of the stage with some like yeah. you know trenches and sandbags and all. It's sorts, funny you should mate. say that. Iron Maiden when they did when they toured a matter of life and death, which is based. That's what their stage setup was. They yeah, had like yeah. barbed wire around the top, sandbags. Um, yeah, man. Like they had um, the roadies come out all dressed as um, soldiers and stuff, holding like uh, swords and stuff on the back. It was. That's that's exactly what this deserves, man. This record, like, yes, mate. I don't want to see them just doing a twenty-minute support slot. I want to see this whole album in full. Yeah, Yeah. something like that would be great. Oh, mate, the riffs on here are fucking wicked. Like, um, Demetrio Kumar's fucking vocals, like, he sounds like he's harrowing. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? His delivery, he sounds like he's in the trenches recording this, man. It's yeah, yeah. I tell you what, lads, this album is something else. Well, like, this, like, the opening riff in Don't Tread on Me, mate, lives in yeah. my head, man. Want to try and sleep yeah. at night. Get out of it. It just, just like fucking get out of it. Like Nick Holmes as well from Paradise Lost. He's his guest spot uh, on and uh, across Mark now marks his place is fucking phenomenal. Like that song is phenomenal. essentially them. The lyrics are a, a a letter that was written home to a mother whose son had been killed. Um, and like we were just saying, harrowing is the only word, man, to describe to describe it. It's I don't think an album has had this effect on all three of us all year. Yeah, man. It came out like the thing is as well as it was sat in our bloody inbox for ages, isn't it? Right. <laughs> after we missed it, because then afterwards we just like it's been sat in here for ages. We like, just didn't get time to do it. And yeah, then it's just been busy. I don't know who did it at first. It was one of you two. And then that was it. It was like, stop whatever you're doing. Yeah, play this fucking album. It was one said. of those moments. Yeah. And when what... we get those moments, it's like, hang on a minute. If he's saying it like that, it must be. And we, yeah, I remember uh, and the al- conversations we were having also, after. 
yeah, like the reaction to everybody who's heard this that we've seen on like social media has all been the same. That it it's yeah. like yeah. I've seen so many people like this is album of the year shit. Like this is yeah, yeah. this is a it classic. Is. This is stunning. Like and it is and it is. It's 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 all of that, man. Like yeah, it is, it it's is gone that. straight into my like top like tier, mate. Yeah, it, it's straight in, away. It's fucking incredible. This record, it's incredible, mate. God, what a start. What a uh, start. So, yeah, that's where Fear and Weapons meet. Uh, the band are 1914. Um, whatever music, you, you just listen to that album. Like, yeah, just, definitely. Just don't Agreed. fucking miss out on that album. <clears throat> okay, next up, we are going to the USA. And we are talking about a band called Apparition. Um, the record is called Feel. Um, not Feel, like... Phil Mitchell, F E E L. You what, mate? Sharon. I've got nothing left. <laughs> this came out oh, October twenty second on Profound Law. And Daz, it's a debut album, isn't it? Yeah, it's a debut album. It's a so, debut album. Yet another fucking wicked debut album from a death metal band in a year stack full of great death metal. This is just another brilliant, grimy death metal album with hints of doom. I would say. Yeah, man, it's um, it's kind of like a doomy tomb mold. Yeah, like, that's who, exactly what yeah. I've got. That's exactly you, what if, I you, put. if you like tomb mold, you'll fucking love this band, man. This a lot, yeah, that. a lot yeah. of tomb mold in this sound, definitely. I quite um, um it kind of reminded me a little bit of um, you know, that decrepacy yeah. EP that came out. Yes. Yeah, this year. Yeah, it's similar sort of cover, isn't it? Yeah. That's similar is, sort mate. of front cover, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're definitely in that sort of category with decrepacy and that um it's just it's nothing really groundbreaking, but it's a very well balanced and developed sound and I can't get enough of it, so Yeah, this out of like that death doom category, this was definitely one that stood out for me. The riffs got you, like, didn't they, Danny? They did, mate. And I like how the tracks, they're not, it's not the same track. They take those twists and turns. You know what I mean? The guitar passages, you yeah. know, it's slow, that slow, doomy sound one minute, but then it goes on full death stomp. And it's like, yeah. yes, I'm interested already. You're keeping me interested, all, yeah. you know, every time I'm listening. You know, it's not just the slow bits, they're mixing it up all the time. And I like that. Yeah, they know when to hold them and know when to fold them, mate. Exactly, mate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've got, I got, I got down it. It's quite progressive in places. It's like the riffs don't sit still for very long, like you no. were just saying, Def. Like, yeah, that's yeah. it. They don't sit still. There's always they, like transitioning and stuff like that. It's, it's quite moody. It's quite atmospheric, but yep. it's fucking crushingly heavy as well. Yeah, man. There's some killer solos on this as well. Perpetually oh, altered. That's yeah, song. great solo. Massive hey, solo. Is it me or has like solos become a really big thing in like Death Doom this year? Yeah. Like, there's yeah, so many yeah. records that have killer solos in this uh, in this genre. Talking talking about key, more that, like, oh yeah, mate. Yeah, no, I I think it's maybe they're seeing it as a key ingredient that's been missing from that yeah. genre, maybe. Yeah. You know, it just adds that little bit. Maybe more death metal to it. Yeah, that's right. Just that, you know, Salt Bay, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. He's going over the record, dropping his thousand pound of fucking ounce salt. (laughs) 
salt on it. Yeah, you saucy bastard. <laughs> exactly, mate. There's um, salt bay in it, and I think that's that's what it does. I, I think... want to also mention the drum work as well, quick as well. Oh, yeah, mm. mate. It, on Entanglement, the drum work is just absolutely mad, mate. Well, throughout yeah. the whole record it is, but, you yeah. know. The drummer's the vocalist as well, isn't it? I've got no idea. It's a bit yeah. kind of confusing. Yeah. I was going to bring this up. But, I um... found out, yeah, he's oh, also the vocalist. So like one mold, then. Yeah. Mad. I'm always impressed when a drummer's the vocalist because drumming is hard enough in this sort of category, but to do the vocals in that sort of style as well is um, impressive work, man. It's a weird one because there's a lot of promo pictures where it's just two dudes, like two of the guys, and like in the actual album sleeve cover there's like five of them or whatever four or yeah. five so it looks like oh, okay and I've, and then a lot of places that i've checked out it's just like oh it's the they refer to as a duo and i'm like are they a duo like i guess they are like the two two of them must write the the shit and then maybe they've got other members session. maybe plus, when they're like, yeah mm. session ones yeah maybe yeah. that's what it is yeah who knows but the the picture on the CD in the in the sleeve is a full band picture and oh, not shit. just two of them. So, it's, okay, who knows what's going on with that? But sick as fuck anyway. Well, yeah. I like that because it's like their logo. It's hard to make out, and it's hard <laughs> to make out exactly how many people are in the fucking band. <laughs> so I like that they're fucking with you with the music and they're fucking you up in real life because you don't know anything about them. Air of mystery, <laughs> yeah. death. Yeah, I like that. That gets my approval. Yeah, but yeah, this is. <laughs> This is killer. So if you're into that, uh, if you're into that like big cavernous fucking death metal with some gnarly doom metal, then uh, this will be right up your strasse, as they say in Germany. So yeah, yeah, mate, it's it's wicked. (laughs) Their languages today, isn't it? Yeah, man. We're teaching as well as taught. Do you know what I mean? We yes, we are, mate. Yes. So yeah, that is the album oh, feel. Uh, the band are Apparition. Okay, next up, staying in the USA, <laughs> we are talking about Bleed the Future, the third album from Arch Spire. Uh, this came out October 29th on Season of Mist. The fucking wow, kings of tech death, mate. Like, yeah, they are. This is fucking inhuman, mate. This if you want to hear the best drum, if you want to hear the best drums in the business, they look no further than Archspire. Spencer Pruitt is like fucking two machine guns in his hand, and that's basically <laughs> how fast those drums are going, mate, firing at the same time. Shit. It's ridiculous, mate. It sounds like it's on computer, but it's not. But it's him. He's I... got fucking twelve fucking arms and. <laughs> It's just mad. And we haven't even got to the vocalist. He's even fucking quicker. Every one of your senses is battered at the same time on this record. Like, it's fucking crazy. And the, the thing is, right, I'm sometimes I struggle with tech death, right? It's sometimes I'm like, oh, God, yeah, you're really good at your instrument. Fuck me. Write a song, though. Do you know what I mean? Or write, like, a catchy hook. Or This is actually fun to listen to. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. because I think a lot of the tech death focuses all like the doodling and that, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, you mate. said, like look how you know what I mean. Spotlights on me, you know what I mean? It's like, no, we don't want to fucking hear that, mate. We want to like hear Ollie song. fucking. We want to hear Ollie with that Lamborghini Contash pace vocals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Over those machine gun drums, mate. The thing is, it's like a record that goes a million miles now, but it's still precise and cohesive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it. 
And it's, it's like actual song structures and stuff. That's, that's it, Dad. It's, it's got actual songs on it. There's like, there's moments on here of like respite and melody. And there's times they pull right back so that they can let the song breathe and stuff like. Yeah, man. It, there's some like slower bits. Like, they, you know, like those clean neoclassical, like slower parts. Yeah. Like, oh, they're so good because when it comes back and it's like, <laughs> like you're like, whoa, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, yeah. Just... Exactly. It stands out more, doesn't it? You it appreciate does. it more. You do appreciate it. I think it's... I reckon this album, right, Bleed the Future, was the secret ingredient in the flux capacitor. And he's like, Marty, <laughs> get the flux capacitor. And he's like putting in, it's like... And it's just gone. And that's Archfire powered by fucking flux capacitor, man. That's why it's called the future. Bleed, bleed to the future. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But it's, there's, there's songs on it that actually stick with you, like, and like the thing I was thinking when you're this talented, yeah, it must be hard to rein it in sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like, but they do, and because they know what serves a song well, and that's mm. that's what I find sometimes with a lot of really technical death metal is that. It, Sometimes it don't serve the song at all, and there ain't or really it dra- a song it there. It drags on. It drags on, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, there's not really a song there to start with. Do you know what I mean? But I think it. This is more. This album is to me. It sounds more streamlined than Relentless Mutation. Yeah. I think. I think they've worked, like you said, the song structures and the tempo changes in the songs and stuff like that. They've yeah. made it more. It's even more enjoyable. I think is yeah, the word. It's really fun to listen to this record, and it's, it is, think, mate. It is. It's only just over half an hour, isn't it? So it's you can't go wrong with it, mate. It's perfect. It, mate. Yeah, if you um, want to laugh but enjoy it at the same time, you can't fucking go wrong with this, man. Their vocalist, like a huge fan of Tech Nine as well, which is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw, and um, Buster Rhymes as well. That yeah, he mentioned yeah. As a big influence. Yeah, can hear he's that, fucking even you? faster than Buster Rhymes. Mate, you think he is faster than Buster Rhymes? Oh, he is you know? faster. Yeah, Buster. The rhymes is quick, man. Mate, I'd love he it sounds like a fucking Volkswagen Polo. Uh, I reckon we should. I reckon we should start a um, like what is it? A GoFundMe and that, and like get Buster Rhymes to feature on one of their songs. Oh, that imagine now with those Rhymes riffs, coming. those like riffs fucking... and those drums, mate, with Buster doing yeah, like, like a, a back and forth fucking rap battle. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, mate! But well, maybe... I think we should fund it. I think we should fund that. Um. Oh, he's <laughs> he is the most unique vocalist in metal, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, mate, no, there's no nobody. Like there's nobody like it because nobody else, no. I would imagine, can do that. It's like no. that shotgun style, fucking spitting rap, but done through a death metal filter. So he's got all but the. The funny thing all, is, is when you rap. watch when you watch the <laughs> when you watch the videos with the lyric videos, yeah, you're like, hilarious. fuck <laughs> off! Is fuck off! Is he saying that? But he is. <laughs> but he's so fucking quick. He Even must have the done, fucking like, some uh, mad altitude training, mate. He's done something. It, mate. Like it's it's inhuman. Like it is absolutely mental. I remember when I um, mean voluntary doppelganger came out on the last album. Do you remember True? And, <laughs> do you remember True and Reacts oh, on mate. YouTube? Yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah, True and did a reaction video to involuntary doppelganger. But he the, couldn't like, believe the he lyric was video, fucked, he? and he was just like this, like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, he, he was, was like, "Fuck like, off!" He's <laughs> saying, "Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, mad." Mate, well, I love. He said at the start, the absolute kings of tech death. 
like nobody comes close to them for me like in this genre i think they're fucking no they are the kings mate incredible band man like if you if you want to hear something completely different um and you know you like death metal make sure you listen to this it's just absolutely unbelievable okay so moving on then next record we're going to canada but we're staying in the tech death realm i guess um mm-hmm. archray billis other band um apex apian is the record this was released october 8th on 20 bucks spin progressive tech death but with old school influences is what i've got written down here i put tech death with a dissonance and blackened edge Ooh, okay yeah it's 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 along everything yeah everything we're saying is in that ballpark yeah, yeah. there's a lot going on here man for like a 32 minute record this has got shit loads going on in it oh absolutely man it's completely different to arch spire but yeah it feels like it lives it crams in the same... it, it's it crams a lot in and does different stuff but in a different way yeah um like these boys know a big fucking groove when they hear one mate. So there's like that old school influence you're saying about comes from like cannibal corpse suffocation, that style of um, old school death metal. And when they're paired up with the um, technical side of their death metal, it sounds even more impactful when you've got those two elements together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I think one of the, I think the production on here is fucking superb. Oh, it's incredible. That was one thing that blew me away. I mean, the drums, they sound powerful. The guitars sound chunky. And you can hear the technical ability of every member on the album. It's just that they know how to play these instruments well. And again, they know how to craft a song, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? There's some really cool, like... There's some really cool actual songs on this. Um, by the Herophants, yeah. more is my oh, is my, my favorite one with that. With that, yeah. you know that bass pop on there that sounds a bit like Mudvayne, where it goes bam, yeah, bam, bam, it's bam, mad, like that, mate. That. Oh, it's so. His vocals on there, it's like dying feet is suffocation style vocals on that track. It's fucking mental. And also, man. mate, on that track and um, him of the flies as well. He's got the end. Like that robot. It's like a gargling, yeah. It's like it's like gargling folk, yeah. It's fucked up. It's so fucking good, man. I'm glad you got that because I thought it was just me. I thought, oh, that's yeah, that that fucking was great. Nah, but then they can flip it around. You know, they get a bacterium of bloom. It's more melodic. It's sort of yeah, slows the pace down and it lets you catch your breath. And then it goes back into what they do you know what they usually have yeah. been doing throughout the album it's funny you should say it because that's one of the notes i've got that there's a really cool like atmospheric melodic parts in this you know in um law beyond law uh law beyond boar is it Boar, yeah. yeah 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 it's got a really cool like uh melodic instrumental section in the middle yeah and it's oh it's so impactful because then it'll just go fucking mental again afterwards yeah like, yeah oh yes when it comes back in like <laughs> Oh, it's so good, mate, this record. Like this a this a knock my socks right off death, I tell you, this record. It was it was one that, yeah, I think after first listen, it was like 
I need to listen to it again. And it's 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 a grower for sure, just oh. like me. Just really. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new nickname, Atre Billis. (laughs) (laughs) Two or three, uh, two or three listens in, mate. This was straight in my top forty for the year. I tell you, it's it's like you were saying, uh, the production on this is the thing that really is. This this isn't really a. uh, I don't really sound like a band that you would normally associate with twenty bucks spin, but I think it's a perfect like. It's a perfect. They knew, in it. They they knew. They knew what they were getting with this band. Hundred percent. Oh, it's so good. You're saying <clears> them. You when you mention them uh, vocals, Def. He's got an. Uh, he's got a wicked vocal range, man. It goes from yeah. that like super guttural dying fetus right through to there's bits where he sounds a bit like Trevor Sternad. He goes like yes. to that high like almost black dahlia murder style high yeah high t- so many different styles mate yeah 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 and that's something that they can definitely push on with with future albums for sure oh, take another, advantage of that it's another really fun album to listen to this like, yeah and it's tech i mean i know we tech death does get a bad name because a lot of it does sound the same but the last two albums we've mentioned are completely different they are yeah. fucking completely different yeah but yeah you listen to them and you're like holy shit i mean this is fucking superb from the minute you press play yeah it, it's the it songs is. are just so powerful it really is mate i was really looking forward to this after hearing like hearing it being announced and then listening to the first song i was like <whistles> but the it album had good like, reviews didn't it before yeah. we listened to it isn't it it, it was it, it caught a lot of people's attention but yeah, again, like we've mentioned in loads this year, and we for a debut albums, death metal bands dropping these incredible debut albums, mate. Fucking hell, mate, mad, it's unbelievable. I mean, that's two already we've had in the first four. Apparition and now this, like, it's crazy, crazy, like how so many of these bands are this good on their first record. Like, death metal's in a great place, man. That's for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah, so that record, that's Apex Apian. Um, it's Artre Billis. It's it's spelled A-T-R, and then it's got that funny A that... A, which we were struggling to work out how everyone was doing it, but then we <laughs> yeah. found out, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> One of them joined up A and E. They're like conjoined twins, the A and E. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> they're like stuck together. <laughs> Oh, listen to our dev. You can tell we fucking did well in English at school, can't you? Uh, oh, no, mate, you exactly. Our English, teacher will be, <laughs> our English teacher will be listening to thinking those fucking numpties. They know what it is. <laughs> fucking conjoined twins. F. Anyway, you'll find the record if you want to find it. <laughs> right, so... Next oh my god, is it that time? Is it, it that is, time? We're going to the UK. Oh my goodness, man. Cradle of Filth, who I've just spoken about our album launch show. Um, Existence is Futile. October 22nd on Nuclear Blast. This came out 13th full-length record death. Wow. Wow. Incredible. And they Incredible. are on a proper run of form at the moment, aren't they? Mate, they're they're fucking untouchable at the minute, mate. They're one of these bands that they haven't got a bad album. It's nah. either not as good or it they're they're minimum what seven and a half out of ten albums. Yeah, agreed. They're yeah, consistent. Yeah. They are consistent. 
Yeah. And I think that they've got this settled lineup now. Um, so they're it's so tight and in the pocket, everything now. Like when you when you watch them live, you can tell they're a proper unit, which maybe they haven't always been in the past. Um, but this has been their... a lot of changes in the past, isn't it? There's been a yeah. lot of changes in the past. They're, they're pretty all yeah. And they're pretty settled now. Um, but this album is fucking this is their best for a long time, I reckon. I think they they sound mate they sound as fresh as ever on this mate 13th album yep it could be the fucking second album for them it when it comes to atmosphere their atmospheric symphonic metal man Cradle Filth definitely one of the best in the business ah 100% mate yeah yeah and it like the first thing that struck me when I listened to this is it sounds massive like the production on here is wicked isn't it oh mate fucking unbelievable so good like the unbelievable um, and when it get that that opening track i mean they always like that uh it's with every album they do isn't it yeah 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 with but, the but then sort of and then that going in that existential terror my goodness me man that's definitely one of my tracks of the year oh it's one of mine as well mate like it's it's like the guitar work on this album is so fucking brilliant, mate. Then like dual harmonies, maiden style, dual harmonies all over this record. Um, groove as well, a lot yeah. of groove. There is, there is, mate. A lot, like, especially in that, especially in that track. I mean, I got hints of wherever I may roam in that riff. It, I, yeah, it, that yeah, was yeah. the first thing that stood out. It's like very rocky, sludgy type sound, but then it goes into a real fucking stomp. Oh, it's, I just think it's, it's a perfectly, like the orchestral parts are like blended in so perfectly well. Um, I've written a name down here, uh, Annabelle uh, Iratni. Sorry if I've uh, butchered that name, but she's uh, the new uh, sort of like vocalist keys player. Um, and she just fitted into this lineup, like just like a glove, mate. She sounds wicked on this record. She sounds wicked. What it was it? Um, disclosure between the man and his soul was that the where she had more of the female harmonics on it? Yes, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got Danny Filth from his his screeches, man. Are the fucking best. They always laugh. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but they're just so good. But he goes yeah. from like screeches to cleans, and it's just with her as well. It's just like with headphones on, man, and like the dual guitars as well. It was just like wow, mate. They yeah, fucking um... had to do a song, man it's he he sounds um like the the lyrics i think on this record are a lot more um based in reality rather than like you know so like they there's normally like quite a Fantasy. lot of fantasy yeah and like storytelling about um you know maybe uh historical characters and things like that yeah. but this seems more about just humanity and the earth being fucked and stuff, which is like, you know, existence is futile as a, as a title sort of sums that up. And, um, you know, I I think there's more of a based in modern times and he sounds really, um, he sounds really angry. There's like a real, uh, like a vicious side to this record when it really wants to. Yeah, and you don't really get that on many Cradle of Filth albums, but this in particular, yeah, he sounds like he's pissed off. And obviously, yes, with yeah, yeah. what's happening now, that's definitely uh, a factor. 
yeah, it's more aggressive, more savage, isn't it's it? A lot I think. more. Oh yeah, that's per- sa- aggressive, savage, perfect. Yeah, I, I, mate, I love this record. There's no sport. This is another one that's gone straight in quite high up. Oh, me, mate. mate, it's fucking high in mine, man. I've not, Ridiculous. I've not stopped listening to this since it came out, mate. Honestly, like, and how good is the solo in Suffer Our Dominion? Oh, ridiculous hard work we've already mentioned ridiculous it it's ridiculous mate there was a i've never clapped to an album <laughs> well i was clapping it was hard mate. my hands were stinging man a lot of claps on this album that's yeah, how yeah. i judge how, how good an album is yeah yeah and, um, superb man i already mentioned it maybe the song sound um they played um existential terror crawling king chaos uh us dark invincible they played live that sounded wicked how many tears they, to nurture a rose? I think they played that as well. That's a really play, fucking cool song. Did they play Black Smoke Curling from the Lips of War? Uh, yes, I think they did. I like that because I wrote in my thing that sounds like if it was a theatre production. And you know, the songs, it sounds like it's a theatre style song. Yeah. Like yeah. He's standing on the main stage on his own. That's how I had envisioned with that track. It just sounds like a theatre production song. Yeah, it's big, isn't it? It's epic. It's big. It's grandiose, isn't it? It's oh. that's what. Yeah, I, I love this record, yeah. man. Like, I really, I do, mate. I've I always... do, mate. This is, <clears throat> mate. We've always been big fans of Cradle of Filth, haven't we? Right, right since the mid nineties when we it first scared had, the like... shit out of me when I first heard that fucking <laughs> Metal Hammer fucking CD. Yeah, mate, and. Uh... I've kind of dipped. I have to admit, I kind of I've dipped out. I dipped out of them for a while, um, but the last three albums have really fucking pulled me back in, man. And yeah, man. like we said, I think this is the best for a while. Um, so yeah, I think we're both going to be talking about this end of year again, mate. So yeah, we're like, we won't mm-hmm. we won't throw it all out there now. But yeah, that's existence is futile by Cradle of Filth. Right, Dazza, this is your moment, mate. Here we go. He's back in the room. Here we go. Every time I fucking die, Daz, with uh, their ninth album, Radical, released October 22nd on Epitaph. Just like Autumn Follows Summer, mate, every time I die, release another fucking banger of an album. Like, they're just the most, hang your hat on them releasing a fucking brilliant band, uh, album band out there, aren't they? They do just keep getting better and better, mate. Like they are more consistent than the lunar cycle, but they're better. They're better than the lunar cycle. They're better than the lunar yeah, cycle, easy. mate. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And that like helps like regulate our tides and shit, you know what I mean? And every time I die is better than that. Yeah, you don't need all that shit. Mm. But you do need every time I die. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, and go on. The thought of uh, when when it was announced that so this would be like maybe a double album. It was like, oh, really? Uh, but what they've done is they've not turned into dream theater. They've just given you more every time I die for your money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's like Basically. going to buy a bag of crisps, right? But you see the but you see the big family bag next to it. You want to have the family bag, mate, because there's more of the good stuff in there, and that's yeah, what mate. this record is. Yes, mate. It's a massive family bag of like treats. It, it's exactly that. 16 tracks, mate, that do not dip in quality like oh, once. God. 
it's, it's insane, mate. This album is absolutely mental. I think it's better than Low Teens. Cool. I would say, would you? That's a big shout, mate. It's... it's as, I'd say it's as good. Yeah, but... it's definitely as good, mate. That's for sure. But there's some shit in here, man. Hey, Buckley's the best lyricist of the 20th century, mate. He's, he's like... Uh... He's just like the coolest poet that ever lived, isn't he? Yeah, basically. You can forget like Oscar Wilde's and all that sort of shit, mate. <laughs> Get a statue of Keith, innit? Get yeah. a statue of Keith, mate. Keith is the metal Oscar Wilde, mate. Do you reckon in like hundreds of years they'll be teaching Buckley in schools like they do with Shakespeare? Well, they bloody should be, mate. That's the world that I want for my kids. <laughs> yeah, I agree, mate. Like <laughs> this record flies like this flies out the traps, mate. Then first five or six are just seven. I put first face first, first seven fucking get literally slapped around the face, and then <laughs> yeah, you get to funny. track eight things thing with feathers, and it's like slow down. Yeah, and then it gets back to it. It's yeah, like yeah. great. Yeah, they. They got all this and war has got Josh Stogan from bloody OG Norma Jean and yeah. the chariot. And I was just like, yes, bitch. Mate, that's it. Like you could get a uh, you could get a big current name on there, but no, they've like paying homage to like like you're saying, the OGs. Yeah, like literally, I remember back in the day as well, like it was just a, all that life was ever about was Norma Jean. Bless the mark, kiss the child, and every time I die, like that was it. That was oh, life, mate. It's uh, this album sounds fucking wicked as well. Like, um, oh, Will Putney, mate, his production, he's oh. one of the best in the game, isn't he? Producer yeah, wise, yeah, mate. He every is. one of his albums just sounds top notch. It's like we said about guitars on the previous albums, again, on this, they sound massive, man, crushing, mate. Fucking Jordan Buckley and Andy Williams are riff machines. I don't know how they... they. It's like they've... How do they keep writing riffs that haven't already been... How have they not run out of riffs, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, how the fuck... It, I think they're one of the best... They're one of the best guitar combos in the game. Like, full stop. 100%. Yeah, they're like the Legion of Doom. <laughs> They are, mate. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. Are, mate. Yeah, yeah. Like animal Get those fucking shoulder animal and uh, hawk. Get those <laughs> yeah. fucking shoulder pads on, man. <laughs> yeah. Mate, yeah, no. But, but, um, white void, mate. Fucking hell. What I love that song, man. That's got very, I've got very much sort of death death tones sort of yeah. feel to it. Yeah. On man. that track. Yeah. Oh mate, it was so good. And the whip as well. When I was like listening to this at the gym and the whip came on the first time, I was just like, I almost smashed the fucking barbell like over my knee, <laughs> like into bits. Mate, post ball is the one I keep. Post ball, oh, God, mate. No, the, no, 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 oh, just, that is a great track. No, no, my, that's my favourite. <laughs> I love yeah. the riff on um, A Colossal Wreck. The riff in that, halfway through that. Oh, my God. And at the end of Desperate Pleasures... It's just like fuck me, man. Another clapping moment. The, the, there's that fucking breakdown riff in the whip, in there. That really yes, fuck. mate. Oh my god, god mate. 
Well, I love it when um like Keith brings out that melodic side, you know, Def, you know, like he does on the damn things records. Um, yes. Like the, like the thing with feathers, like you mentioned the chorus in white void, his, his melodic, he's bringing more of that in. I think like, as he said, like the, that he said, didn't he, the damn things like a perfect band is, as he gets, as he's going to get older, he wants to do more yeah. of that. St- and it's, you can hear it in here now. You can- and hear that is bringing it more into it. The now, last yeah. couple of records, I love it when he, like, obviously, I love when he's fucking going off on one, like, but that melodic side of his vocals are so good. He's have the you, man. Daz, have you heard the Damn Things records? I actually haven't. I was meant to. Oh, one came out a while ago, didn't it? Didn't yeah, the one came the, out a little while ago. A like, few years ago. Yeah, it did. Um, but the first one is the one you've got to do, mate. Iconic Irony class. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, All right. Get, get on mate. that, mate. Oh, you fucking mate. love that record. Mate. Summer King Buckley's oh. best work on that record. Oh, God, mate. Honestly, mate. That album, mate, is fucking something else, mate. Consider, uh, consider that added yep. to my list. You'll love it. You and will fucking my, love it, mate. You will love it, mate. It is so good. But, you know, we've said one of the most consistent bands in the world like full stop every time i die 23 years into their career and they still sound hungry Kicking like ass. the wolf mate yeah no hungry like the wolf <laughs> hungry like the wolf written down so many bands have come and gone in that time and every time i die just still going they're still there going and they're still standing out yeah exactly yeah, not only just still going but never released a bad record or ever dropped yeah, standards no. or anything no. like unbelievable so another record like we were saying that's gone straight up to the top echelons of uh some album of the year lists i'm out straight in fucking mental mate yeah so that's radical by every time i die right i think i'm on my own on this next one because i don't know if you boys have had a chance to listen to this but um we're going back to the uk uh and uh we're talking about the second album from green lung which is called Black Harvest. This came out October 22nd on Spark Records. Um, so Green Lung are a sort of doom, traditional metal slash stoner metal um, with some real 70s hard rock influences, stuff like Deep Purple, um, some like 70s radio rock stuff like Boston and stuff like that. It's, this is one of the funnest records, man, you'll hear anywhere all year like hugely catchy upbeat um it's got really cool like hazy occult vibe to this record like you can imagine like old old english countryside witches dancing around like it's (laughs) it's got that like sort of smoking a spliff yeah man (laughs) you can imagine um there's some like folky elements in here but then there's like these big 70s radio rock sing-along bits it's fucking it's so much fun this record man like it's so good um so a lot of buzz around this one man i need to get yeah I, 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 on really. social I media absolutely shocked me when i went onto spotify they've got like nearly ninety thousand monthly listeners i was like oh, i thought they blimey. were a fairly small because they've toured with like Puppy and stuff. I thought they were a fairly smallish band, but it doesn't look like they are. Like, perhaps bigger than I assumed they were. But um, the guitar tones on here are wicked, man. They're like warm, a little bit fuzzy, 
completely fucking heavy though uh chock full of memorable riffs there's really cool use of like um like like church organy kinds of sound that adds to that sort of old school old english vibes to it um the drums are really like produced really well so it sounds like you're in the same room as the drummer and he's just like playing right in front of you um <clears throat> tom templer's voice uh vocals mate are the probably man of the match outstanding he's got an incredible voice on him like it's it's almost like someone's beamed him directly to the set from the 70s into the modern era and he's like looking around like shit where am i <laughs> like and his his voice is so like perfect suited for this music he's got hints of ozzy ozzy osbourne about his voice you'll hear that when you when you check the album out but it's uh yeah just so many hooks on this catchy parts that stick with you for days like I find a lot of this, I find a lot of like traditional stonery metal just never does anything for me at all. Like normally, mm. do you know what I mean? It, it's all yeah. a lot of it's style over substance, but this has got so many great tracks on it. Stuff like um, Old Gods, Reaper Scythe is a wicked track. I've had that in my head since I've heard this album. Um, you Bear the Mark is another, another highlight, but yeah, if that sounds like your bag, um, don't miss this record, man. It is. It is well, I'm going to check that yeah, out. Man. I think you'll enjoy it, Def. I want to have some of that. Yeah, I Me think too. you'll enjoy it. Yeah, so that's Black Harvest by Green Lung. Right, here we go. This is the one for oh, me. Oh, God. Is oh, it? Is it? Is this it? We're going to the USA. This is it. Oh, God. Mastodon. Oh, Ashton my Grimm, God. mate. October 29th from Reprise Records, the eighth studio album. 15 tracks, one hour, 27, uh, 26 minutes. So it's not a casual listen, this record, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and this is an album that really fucking got his hooks. After about the second or third listen, I was sold completely, mate, on this same. record. Absolutely same. Fucking what! An I was pretty much sold after the first listen. To yeah, I liked it a lot, mate. On the first listen, I did. I did. I was very impressed with it. After that third listen, though, I was like, "Ooh, boy!" Yeah, it, uh, used to think, <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're willing to give this the time and attention, like it deserves, the rewards on this are so rewarding. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, this is an album that you discover new things every time that you listen to it. It's it's a mind blower, mate, this for me. It's a smooth listen, like an 18-year-old Glenn Fidget's whiskey. <laughs> yes, whiskey, mate. mate. It's very mature, isn't it? Like Yes, it's like a Glenn Fidget's, mate. It is, and... <sighs> It's like the title, hush, like that word hushed, mate, is an, uh, a word that I think can, it really like makes sense when you, when you listen to this record. Like some of the, like Troy's vocals on here, Troy Sanders, he's normally got that massive bellow on him. Do you know what I mean? But he's, he's almost kind of replaced it with like this like hushed croon. And it, yeah. it just sounds fucking glorious, mate. Yeah, it was a good album. I mean, it took me ages to get into it. I 
did call it hushed and dim at one point. <laughs> you did. You uh, did. And we said, Darren, listen, look, oi, enough yeah. of that. Yeah. I didn't take to Twitter to put that out there because I knew I'd sound like a fucking helmet. So, <laughs> um, But it's funny, though, isn't it? It is good. You, like... Like you said, you're you, you've never really been a Mastodon fan, but you were like, no, but you were like, well, yo, parts of this are like really like, really starting to dig it, weren't you? So, yeah, it's weird. It was like one cool, of these man. things that like I just I had to play it a lot, mate. Like almost sort of indoctrinate myself into being into mm. it. But but there was something about it that obviously like kept me kind of trying with it. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's I like cool, fucking man. dagger, man. You know, it's got those Native American. It's got that Native yeah, American yeah. sounding instrument thing. And I was it's, like, uh, oh. yeah, municipal waste, municipal waste drummer in it is on that. I was thinking, like, I was, mm. I was like, just changing my bed in and that, like, and just tidying up, and then that bit came on. I stopped. So I was like, oh, hello. Yeah, it's like tribally, and hello. then it's got like Indian, like, <laughs> it's it's really fucking cool, man. But yeah. there's so many parts on that that will catch you slightly off guard when you're listening to it, and um. Oh, just, look, we're saying about the vocals like um bran bran's vocals have never sounded so soulful man he does a him and troy do a lot of the vocals on this like there's not an awful lot of brent hines vocals on there but um, no. i think it's when he does come in like on the beast death in it that he sounds oh well i've got that's sort of like a bluesy rock sort of metallica load territory yeah it is yeah, yeah. sort of track and he sounds I mean, I, I every time I've listened to that track, he sounds like Chris Cornell. He yeah, has he a Chris Cornell yeah, yeah. twinge to the to the voice, and it's like it. It's a clever title because it starts off slow, like the beast is sleeping, and then it picks up, so like the beast is waking up. And I think when you get that in your head, it 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 makes sense. In it, oh yeah, mate. I like yeah, that. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But there's so many different mastodon tracks on it more than i can chew that's oh, like that's... stadium rock amp for a minute stadium Mate, rock great riffs flows nicely catchy vocals one of the best songs live. ever written for me mate. mate more than i can chew it was a massive fucking brilliant that song um and then you got you got your classic typical heavy one it pain with lanka the crux savage lands that's that's mastodon yeah. going back you know yeah we've still fucking got it but I like how, because obviously this album deals with um, like the grief of losing a loved one, um, but but then there's also some like really joyful parts on it, almost like remembering the person that you're grieving over. It's like really beautifully constructed, almost like it goes through the stages of grief. This album as it flows along, do you know what I mean? Like it starts off angry, and then there's moments where it's like accepting, and then there's disbelief and then at the end it's kind of joyful it's and i think when you listen to the album you need to not think oh fucking that's an 86 minute album no no no. it doesn't sound like this album blah 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 it's not as good as crack the sky boy yawn it's (laughs) you gotta think of why they've done this album and it's you know based on their longtime manager nick john yeah. who passed away he's in he's on the album art that's how important he was he was important to this yeah. band yeah. and it's them letting out this yeah. like you said you know the, their anger you know their sadness. sorrow disbelief sadness so you need to get that 
in your head first before you listen to the album as if it's an album that is up and down with emotions it so it's not yeah. going to be your typical mastodon album no but there's just so much cool shit going on in here like like daz you I remember you messaged us about Skeleton of Splendor with those like weird synths and that fucking wicked solo and that and there. There's so many like cool yeah, yeah, moments, I've, man. I've made a note of that. It is cool. It is a cool album, man. Like, it's... as you said, I've never really... Like, I liked Remission. Like, I got that when it came out in early 2000s and that was like my my my, my jam, mate. Yeah. But um, yeah. I kind of just fell off the wagon with Mastodon a bit, really, to be honest. But there's still, there's still moments on here that... Um, that sound like like Defa said those heavier moments still go back to that but you know they've moved on they're a different band they're older like yeah, I saw an interview mate. with I can't remember which one of them was and they were like look we're not like 22 anymore we're 45 46 47 do you know what I mean so you know it's yeah, exactly you're not the same person and but yeah this uh this album is uh, I'm going to be talking about this again uh, right at the end of the year and uh, uh for me this is their masterpiece mate i think i prefer uh, like, i love emperor of sand i love everything they've done but for me this is their best record i think which is a uh, big words mate big play, mate. i'll have to agree with you to a point now yeah i thought it was a sensational album yeah it is um but yeah if you uh if you like masters on you'll find plenty of this in there to like if you don't if you if you've never liked them for give it a listen see what you think like 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 daz has done and there's moments that you know he's found in here that that you really enjoyed and it's it's definitely a headphones album isn't it def 100 100 you'll get more joy out of it you'll hear everything think yeah there. get immersed in it mate yeah so that is hushed and grim by uh mastodon Right, okay, staying in the USA. This is completely the fucking opposite end of the scale. <laughs> Debut album. The band are called Sadistic Force. Uh, the album is called Aces Wild. This came back, mate, this came out October 1st. Feels like ages ago since this came out, doesn't Fuck it? Fuck me. This, yeah. Uh, came out Mercenary Press at a label. Black and fresh, mate. Like, it sounds like Hell Ripper and Immortal jamming some fucking Kill Em All covers, this. It's mad. I it is, yeah. I, 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 I think I put, I, yeah, I think it's sort of hints of Bewitcher as well. I think, yeah, any of those sort of bands, this would definitely tickle your balls. You know what I mean? That Black and Thrash <laughs> man is fucking I've, on one, especially this year, mate. Ridiculous. I think this one leans a bit more heavily into the black metal. It's got like a really fucking icy, like, icy black metal very, to it. <laughs> Yeah, very sort of venom in it, and yeah, sort mortal, of early Slayer, early Slayer. Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, 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 definitely. It's uh, it's proper high octane. This though, like fucking adrenaline pumping record, mate. Like, listen to this in the gym. This will, uh, this will, <laughs> this will fucking get you going, mate. If you're, if you start to lag, it's uh, there's um. Yeah, I remember listening to this. It was an absolute beast. This record, but it's such a bloody long time ago now, like. I know it's mad, mate. It feels like ages ago, Bloody but hell. but I mean, what Five is it? weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We're in the eighth now. Yeah, this eighth was the first album I made notes for for October, and it feels like fucking forever. Yeah, mate, it does. five five weeks and a half. Five weeks. weeks. Madness. But it's eight songs, thirty-three minutes. Like, um, there's so many fucking killer tracks on this man. Two thousand volts. 
uh, strike of the iron. Great. Yeah, two thousand bolts as a belter. Yeah, cavern of the wraith. Um, but I with them black metal parts. There's some really like icy frostbitten parts that at first I was like, oh, they don't really fit. Like they sounded a bit off kilter, like the one in Ace is Wild. But then the more you listen to it, the more they add to. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They've got a few tricks up their sleeves as well, mate. Like Murder at Boggy Creek is like that really moody, dark sounding black metal track that's different to like those other bands like Hell Ripper and stuff like that. They, they, they're not, it's not, it doesn't always fit into it, that. Well, I think you have to be, I, th- I think with these black and fresh bands, they have to do something different because a lot of it, that speed metal sort of sound, it's can be very similar. I mean, it's the same drum pattern, very similar sort of riffs, that 80s feeling riffs. So they have to try and do something different. And yes, yeah, Sadistic Force have sort of got that more black metal You boys frozen up? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, you're good. Now. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Jeff. You, yeah, you like it would just completely froze there. I couldn't hear you at all. All right, mental. Well, that's kind of like the end of it anyway, I think, right? We were towards the end of that. I think. Okay. It felt like it. And then it, because there was just a big pause. I think we just need to wrap wrap up on that one. I okay. Think. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fucking seriously impressive debut record, man. Like it's a, it's a proper face terror, this record. Um, raw, vicious but totally accessible record, um, proper fun record as well, man. So, yeah, that's Aces Wild by Sadistic Force. <clears throat> right, okay, staying in the USA. Fucking hell, another big hitter. Um, October 8th from Roadrunner, Trivium in the Court of the Dragon. A band at peak confidence, mate. Peak powers, building on their last two records. Uh, so this is their third record in four years, man off the back of the sin and the sentence and what the dead men say. Um, they're just on an absolute tear at the moment, aren't they? Absolutely, mate. And I was, I, I think going into this album, I was worried about, because those last two were so good, like, have they still got it in them? They still quality and... They can still fucking write fucking anthems, man. They've still got that in them, man. Yeah. Um, I think I, I love the sin and the sentence, mate. Um, but I think this might be, I think this might be the best out of those last three now. Now the more I listen to it. Oh fucking hell, it's gone again, lads. Sorry. I'm gonna have to. It's all right, man. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Daz is just mid yawn on the screen there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Fuck. Oh, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um. Yeah. Yeah. This is just fucking. I think this is their best out of the last three. Um. 
they've got that sound locked in tight now, man. Like that Trivium sound, they've got it locked in now. This is what this is what they are. Fresh, um, thrash, mellow, death, fucking groove, progressive metal, straight up heavy metal, just all blended to absolute perfection, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think uh I mean Matt Hafey, man, is he's, he's still fucking he defies explanation, isn't it? He makes it still sound effortless after all these years. You know what I mean? I mean there was this, the vocal struggles with silence in the snow, but the last three, he said I mean he sounds better. This album he probably sounds better than those last two. Yeah, Which, I agree, mate. How the fuck does that happen? How the fuck does that happen? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's just, he sounds more confident now, doesn't he, in, in, in his own voice. And now and now he's got that. Like, I think the band is confident as well. And the band pretty much know whatever they do. Yeah. It's a fucking hit, basically. Now well, they, they've got they that hit confidence. A bit of a, they hit a bit of a sort of stumbling block, didn't they, for a little while? And they were sort of. It was those middle albums, wasn't it? Yeah. Sort of, I'd say they were kind of like almost. Not written off, but kind of, you know, yeah, people they, kind of a bit like they've lost it, haven't they? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's just like right, and then so it probably took them a while to get get the confidence back up because it's no, you know, it's no walk in the park, is it? When like you can see reviews of your your work and that, and it's like not. Yeah, yeah. Really I think a lot of pe- a lot of people were sort of saying that they were going to be the next Metallica, wasn't it? And that, mm. and I don't know if that pressure maybe. Then, you know, battle, you know, sort of with those middle albums, maybe got to them a bit. I don't know, but, but mate, they're on a they're on a fucking tear up. Bringing at the moment, in, man, it was bringing in Alex Bent, mate, before um, the sin of the sentence. That's I think that settled him. He's really like fucking pushed this band beyond, above and beyond, man. Like um, some of their best fucking songs on there. Like the title track is brilliant, Feast of Fire, um, No Way Back, but Fruz. Fucking anthem, man. That's gonna sound wicked live. Um, a sword over Damocles, wasn't it? Death was the first one. Like a sword got. over Damocles. Oh, mate, I love that's my fave. That solo, man, in that. Jesus, mate, what a track. Yeah, man. There's some like uh really cool orchestral parts on here as well. That um Ishan from Emperor's done on here. He, he plays yeah. like the keys and the uh, and, and parts in it adds like real fucking grandeur to their sound. There's really unexpected bits as well. Like there's a bit in the middle of a crisis of revelation where it's got like a wah-wah bass solo. Yes. Fucking yes. Sounds like Cliff Burton. It goes like super prog, man. It's got like yeah. mad drum feels, like two-handed tapping. It's fucking, there's so many of these cool moments that just like push them above and beyond most bands of this sort of ilk. 100%. Yeah, it, this album is just fucking heavy metal brilliance, mate. Like, it's a brilliant heavy metal record, full of chock full of fucking anthems, chock full of massive riffs. This will push them into arenas, man. This is, these tracks are going to sound massive live, I tell you. I can't wait to hear and this stuff live. The good mate. thing is, as well, they just played with Metallica, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Which would have been, I mean, they would have, they were stoked about that. I mean, who wouldn't be? But fuck me, I mean, that. I think, yeah, they are. They're definitely arena bound now, man. Yeah, surely. I think those fans, Metallic fans who hadn't heard of them, hearing this stuff for the first time would have been blown away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I agree, man. Yeah. This album's like, did you, um, did you ever watch Power Rangers? Of course I did. 
This is yeah, like this fucking album is the megazord of trivium <laughs> albums, mate. It's like like yes. all the trivium albums fucking combining into this big megazord record, and that's what this is. It's like everything yes. trivium I've ever done. That's a great description, that. Yeah, in a big, complete package, mate. So, yeah, that is In the Court of the Dragon um, by Trivium, another album that's gone in super high on my end of year list. So, be wanging on about that again. <clears throat> right, last few albums, boys. Let's fucking, let's take this home, baby. Um, This next one is one of the most unique albums I think we've covered, uh, Untamed Land are the band uh, like creatures seeking their own forms is the record this came out october 8th on napalm this is their second record this look wild west black metal what is that that's what i got that is exactly what i got it's <laughs> that's what i'm all about mate i quite like yeah, that mate. I quite yeah mate you like, like this dad didn't you yeah. you like this yeah it's like scandinavian black metal riffs meets the wild west it's so good this isn't it like, yeah, it's I, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but they're wearing corpse paint. It is, yeah. That's what it is. I think it's only one guy, though, isn't it? It is yeah, one dude. Well, one dude. Yeah, yeah. You can eat. They all free. It's not. There's not like a like a, a load of badges in in the world where <laughs> <playing, laughs> I don't know what the collective noun for a badger is, but whatever that is. For one man project, mate, this is so good. Like. It's really atmospheric. It's really grandiose. Like it, you can when you're listening to this, it's almost like you're in the middle of like a spaghetti western at sundown. Like, mate, that's what it says in it. It says that in the description, doesn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, evoking the ambience of classic Ennio Morricone slash spaghetti western soundtracks and traditional old western instrumentals. It's fucking that's perfect description. Perfect description. That's exactly what you get. But no dimmu boogie keys. Yes. There's early dimmu keys on this, mate. I, I love this man. Like the black metal and the way it it's so well blended. Like it never sounds jarring like it could do. Do you know what I mean? Like those two things are quite polar opposite. But um I love that there's like pianos, fucking banjos. Yeah. Uh, yeah, accordions Organs, on it, organ, organ, yeah, yeah. bongos. Oh, it's mad, mate. And, um, like those, like those operatic vocals, like the X, you know, the Ecstasy of Gold, the Metallica come out to death. Oh, oh. mate, like, yeah, it's like that, yeah, yeah, that's blended in as well into the background. Like, it's fucking this album is so good, man. Like, it's Tan- so it tanned good. my backside, mate. Because <laughs> it was so different, yeah. It's so, yeah, it's so different. It though, challenged it? It, you it, to a duel, mate, and slapped your face with a glove. I, what I, was one? Of, what was one of your descriptions? That was it, Red Dead Redemption, or you? You said a yeah. funny description. Yeah, it? it reminds me of like sort of playing Red Dead Redemption. But you could picture yourself in it, in it, listening mm. to it. You could picture yourself. Well, the songs are quite long as well. There's two of them. Two of the songs on there. Um, the heavenly coil and the name a nameless shape i think are over 15 minutes long yeah mate. they're long big fucking big old chunk of time but um epic I, they're like journeys aren't they those yeah tracks? and to accompany me on that journey because i felt a bit malnourished was some jammy <laughs> wagon wheels because <laughs> i felt like <laughs> perfect perfect yeah, i was just i was just fucking smashing wagon wheels mate this is a good old time <laughs> 
there's um I think there's a really cool song in here as well. Uh clothes uh clothes in smoke. It's really like it's really fucking mourn, mournful, introspective song, but it's got like this really wild, like Irish jig folk music yeah. section in it that closes it out and it's like all moments like that that you just don't see come in do you know what i mean there's so many like twists and turns on this and it keeps you like constantly engaged even though the songs are quite long again it's like a a wild west movie soundtrack like you're yeah, yeah. watching but listen you know like that experience that audio experience like 1914 i love it's it like that it's yeah, a, it's a good record, man. It's super unique sound, super unique record, man. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah, the band are called Untamed Land, and um, the album is called Like Creatures Seeking Their Own Forms. Right, okay, staying in the USA, ninth record from Whitechapel. Um, the album is called Kin. This came out October 29th. That was a big day, October 29th, on Metal Blade. I'd say this is a more progressive, more melodic continuation from where they left off on the valley. Um, really moody, dark record, this, isn't it? Yeah. Just got bags of mood for days, mate. The, uh, the covers blue sort of aura is a good feel. It for this fits record. the record perfectly, doesn't it? Mm. That's... Mm, it's, it's like what you said as well. It's like a natural progression and a and a bit of evolution in there as well. Yeah, I agree. There's, yeah, there's... some Pokemon gyms, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no deathcore moments left really in in their sound anymore. Like they've 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 like kind of shed those shackles now. Um, yeah. The heaviness comes from more like big crushing grooves now. Um, there's like tracks like the one that made us uh, to the wolves, those big heavy moments. Like Lost Boy is a fucking absolute Bang rager, up. man. Like they got that red chord influence in there. Yeah. Um, but then it transitioned into that like wicked like tall section. Um, the songwriting on here is so good, mate. Like so so good. Yeah, the the, the um, lead guitar work's amazing. Oh, I'll make I'll make Ben. With, oh, like, the the solos are wicked, mate, and they like really so tasteful good. and just perfect, perfect compliment to the music. Yeah, mate. To the to the like those those big riffs, um, and I'll I'll feel Bozeman, mate. His utilizing those cleans even more now, creating those like dark melodies and he's just got one of the best voices in heavy he's music. got like Jekyll and Hyde style vocals in it he's yeah, growls yeah. will still crush you but his melodic cleans are like an angel singing it's he's got the, yeah. the real scope of of that it blends so well with within the out well the last two albums I'm so glad he's utilizing more of those clean those clean vocals now it, they, he just sounds so good, mate. When it slows down, like anti anti cure is a fucking brilliant song. Awful. Light is in the air chorus in it. That one. Yeah, they they've just like left a lot of those other bands behind now. Do you know what I mean? Like we spoke when we spoke to Ben, wasn't it on that interview? Like they've just gone off now in, and they're pushing on with their own sound. Like and 
I'm I'm so glad they have because they're such a better band for it for it from for me for oh, my yeah, money. Without, without a doubt, mate. Can't stay 21 on MySpace forever, mate. Sorry. Sadly. No, no. I've no. put that I've I reckon that they're in like the same situation that Trivium are in. Like they found their mojo, especially yeah, yeah. with these last two albums, and they're sort of on this, they're gonna be on a run now. Yeah, this know, is and it. The we lyrics, the lip, the, they've got sound, they've got a style with like the storytelling lyrics and that. And I think now that they'll 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 push on now with this sort of Whitechapel 2.0. And I think they'll get even better. Yeah, agreed, mate. Like the this this is now was the start of yeah, what like you said, Whitechapel 2.0. Um the production on it is fucking massive, huge guitar ah. tones. That low end with that bass tone's monstrous. Um, the drums sound massive. Like I fucking love this album. I've said it a million times on this episode. Yet another album that's gone in quite high up for me <laughs> yeah. on that album of the year this yeah, week. So fewer, it, it, it's been a big month, October, mate. So yeah, yeah that's Kin um, by Whitechapel. Oh, and quickly about the album art. Oh yes, the album art. So. It's got two faces looking at each other. Um, I think Phil described it as his evil side and his good side. But if you flip the record upside down, there's like a demon in the middle, which is part of the story of the Valley and Kin. Yeah, um, my mind, mate. Uh, yeah, it's, mate, it blew my mind as well. Very yeah, clever. Really, really well, fucking clever, clever artwork. Um, and it does encapsulate the whole record in a really unique fucking painting that isn't it it's a really unique yeah. cover who, who, who did the art uh it's ben savage's wife um what painted legend, it mate. that's so that's cool and that's so cool yeah it's it's really really cool uh and it, it it captures that mood of the record perfectly um so yeah that is kin by whitechapel right last album this evening um second album staying in the usa second album from Ooh. This is your favourite one, I think. Daz, is it Worm? Worm and a band. I think it might be their. Is it like their second? Yeah, I think it's the. I've seen some people say it's the third, but I yeah, can so only I'll, see. I swear I I've got it as their. Like... I've got it as their third, but I. It's difficult to know. I couldn't find well, anything. Just, first one. Yeah, yeah it doesn't really matter. Fuck um, it, mate. But a band are called Worm. The album's called Forever Glade. Uh, this came out October twenty second. Again, twenty bucks spin killing it this year death doom slash funeral doom but done with a right old twist this one and it does yeah mate it's got like packed with fucking loads of human near death mate <laughs> so good yeah mate fucking proper shreddy shreddy guitar shreddies like it's this is so good mate this is so good mate this is like uh like it's like a record that for me like encapsulates everything about underground music mm. do you yeah, know what I mean show. it's like so yeah. good man it's yeah. so good mate it's like you can imagine that you're about to or you might not even know that you're about to uh, about to expire and pass on to the other life but 
it's like this is the soundtrack that the Reaper's playing as he's dragging your bones down the river sticks, mate. He's, he's playing the solo to Merc above the Dartmoor, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. As you're floating down <laughs> that fucking river. Yeah, the river, mate. The Reaper's bony hands reaches out for you, mate. He's just listening to Forever Glade, mate. Mate, this has got, like, this is really, like, uns- there's that atmosphere on this. is really unsettling. Like, yeah, there's, like... Like, like that Warflurch album from earlier this year, there's really fucking cool synths on this. Um, yeah. Like lurking fucking sense of dread hanging over this album mm. the whole time. That um, dissonant atmosphere, they get it absolute fucking spot on with spot this. Spot on, mate. Like, Murky as hell. Step up from their last record. That's oh, sure. massive. Well, I don't think yeah. they have the, the production sort of money that 20 bucks spin up put into this. The production on this is wicked, mate. Oh my it's god, it's so good. Those those oh guitars god, and the guitars sound fucking great, man. Mm. But it's the bass and the drums that really got me. Like yeah. how like fucking heavy that low end is on this. This is the Sistine Chapel of Death Doom, mate. <laughs> or like one of them, anyway. <laughs> is this your peak Death Doom album of the year? That's I'm not saying. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's but it's close. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, I love the guitar tones on here, man. The clean the clean tones is what sets this one. I think like there's really like unsettling fucking clean guitar moments, passages all over this. Mm. Um, so good in it. Empire of the Necromancers is one of my favourite songs on there. Yeah, That's and a then banger. talking about there's like them guitar hero shit solos, man. On this, mate, that <laughs> lurk above what? the dark mate that is a fucking solo and a half mate that's Sub- definitely the standout point for me that's man. my favorite song Sub- mate unbelievable funeral, mate that human era death solo yeah 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 that's, that's, it's mad that's the one mate that's the one that's almost like instrumental isn't it yeah. like, yes that's the jimmy tickler boy that's fucking so good but the murka above the dark more mate i love those like there's like church bells as like yeah. percussion mm. And then it's got like those like creepy monk chants behind it. And it's yeah. like, that was the one I was listening to it on the way to work one morning. It was like dark and I had my headphones on and I was like, shit, this is freaking me out, man. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah, yeah. yeah, you can imagine like Alistair Crowley just busting a nut all over the walls in his like housewife summoning spectres, mate. It's spooky, <laughs> mate. It's like, I tell you. Like, yeah. And uh, I loved it the tempos on here shift from like really lurching fucking slow doom metal to like big mid pace stompers. And then there's like occasional blast beats just, just coming yes. out of nowhere. And they're all used so like perfectly. So that, that it makes album... it up perfect. Yeah. yeah it makes yeah. it up perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fucking great album. This one grew and grew and grew on me the more I listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those ones you need to spend a lot of time with. There's a lot of albums from this month, October that, uh, you have to spend time with these albums, man. Yeah, agreed. There's a, yeah, lot, you... there's a lot in there to unpack and that you can't just sort of listen to something for a little while. And No. And, you know, you have to take it in, mate. And this is why this month has been such a... <laughs> like, so difficult to get all my notes and everything done because it's yeah, every album's it's needed that. Listen. Yeah. Nah, no, agreed. You need to do at least, at least three or four listens, mate. Agreed. Yeah. So there you go. It's been a massive month um, for releases. Um, I'm hoping November calms down a bit because I'm tired, man. 
<laughs> yeah. And yeah, I've got we, to, we want to enjoy Christmas, isn't it? I've got to get this fucking end of year list done, man. And these albums are just oh. messing me up every time, I swear to God. Um, so yeah, uh, those were our, those were our, our pick of October's albums. Come and hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know where we are. Let us know what your your favorite albums yeah. of the month were. Um, let us know what if you know if there's anything that we missed that you think we should check out, and we'll we'll get on to that. But yeah, um, thanks for listening to Bangers and Mosh, helping to keep heavy music alive. And until next time, I'll feed the same friends. Fight milk. Ha, ha, ha.